Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. If I had a miracle cure that would guarantee you and your family living to a ripe old age whilst feeling vigorous, fit and fabulous, would you be interested? Well, I do. It's called Healthy Living. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Healthy Living for Families Made Easy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. I hope that you are feeling fabulous. Today, I'm going to get really vulnerable with you and I want to talk to you a little bit about my life and how stressful it is at the moment. And I don't normally share hugely personal things with you, but the reason I want to share what's going on in my life at the moment is I want to show you that life can be stressful and you can still manage that stress without turning to food for comfort and still maintaining self-care and looking after yourself and things like that. And one thing that I would add is I have been doing this. I have been focusing on self-care and healthy living for years and years and years. So I have lots of amazing tools and I'm going to be sharing with you my favorite tools at the event that's going to be taking place on March the 20th. It's taking place over March the 20th, the 21st and the 23rd. And it's called Mindset Miracles for Emotional Eating and Weight Loss. And I will really be diving into my favorite tool and how it is so amazing and so simple and how it can really help you maintain a good mindset. So essentially what I want to show you is, yes, life is stressful, but I'm not turning to food for comfort. And I would also add that, yes, I have been doing this for a long time. So you would hope that I have the tools to be able to do this. But my clients as well, we were having a coaching call yesterday and everyone was like, oh my goodness, something awful is happening in my life. But I'm still maintaining healthy eating. I'm still maintaining doing some exercise. I'm still maintaining looking after myself. And the reality is, is that sometimes that slumps down a little bit. I know for me, my exercise definitely slumps down a little bit in the winter and when life gets busy. 
But that doesn't mean that there's no exercise and everything goes out of the window. So the stressful thing that is happening in my life right now is that my son, who's 12, is really unwell. And I don't 100% know what is wrong with him. He's been unwell since last year. And I think we're really looking at something like chronic fatigue syndrome, which isn't really called chronic fatigue syndrome anymore, but it's something that everybody knows about. But from my perspective, it's really difficult to deal with. I don't have answers. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the future looks like for him. And more importantly, it is heartbreaking to see my son, who a year ago was an active child, going to school every day, cycling every day, playing tennis, doing all of these kind of things, just in absolute agony all day and really having zero quality of life. And it is just such a difficult place to be and really, really hard to watch and really hard to not be able to to fix it for him. I think as parents, one of the things we really want to do is we've taken on this responsibility to look after our children. And so we have this duty of care and it almost feels like, oh my goodness, I'm not living up to this. How do I help it? So loads of frustrating things going on and loads of emotions going on. So how is it that I can deal with this and still maintain a modicum of healthy living and also, you know, looking after my mind. And I think that is the biggest, biggest thing. So I will tell you my framework that I use with my clients. And essentially, there's two aspects to your framework. There is your routine and how your life looks and how you have built in doing certain things. So built in healthy eating, built in doing some exercise. And once it really is routine, it's routine and you just do it without thinking about it. So for example, for me and my family, healthy eating is such a normal, natural part of our life that it wouldn't be, it would be out of character for me to to go and to go and start emotionally eating lots of sweet treats and things like that. Now, I'm not saying I don't ever eat those foods. Yes, I do, but I'm also very aware of it. So it's partly habit and it's part part of being aware of it and having the tools to not want to do that. So it's really having those coping mechanisms and being aware. So number one is routine. And so, you know, I have an exercise routine. As I say, in the winter, my exercise routine looks very different from the summer. I do a lot of sea swimming. And so in the summer, my my exercise routine is really easy. I get up at six in the morning or whatever time the sun is getting up. I cycle to the beach, I swim and I get back. And I often get back before my kids are even awake. They don't even miss me. So the summer is really, really easy for me. And I love it. And it's amazing. The winter is a little bit more challenging. Partly because the days are shorter, partly because swimming in the sea is very, very cold. But I do other things. So I've kind of got plan B. And with my son being unwell, sometimes that plan B doesn't work because I need to go to the hospital with him or go to a doctor's appointment or spend a bit of time with him. So I also have this routine, but I also have, okay, what's the minimum that I need to be doing? And I'm aware of that. So routine is really important. And I promise you, you get to a place where routine is just so natural that this is your life and you do it without thinking about it. So many people say to me, I want to lose weight without thinking about it. And the answer is, yes, of course you can get there. Of course you can get there. But there isn't a magic switch to go from where you are now to losing weight without thinking about it. There is what I call the rickety bridge in between. And that rickety bridge is building up the habits and building up the routine. 
until you get to that routine. Now, obviously, I'm very much in that routine. So I said there was two parts to, you know, I think the tools that really help me to stay on top of my mind and my body and my mental health and my physical health. And I think the second part really is self-awareness. And self-awareness is also the key to making changes. It always starts with self-awareness. If you're not aware that you're doing something, it's very difficult to change it. So for example, it might be that you eat when you're stressed or you eat when you're bored. But if you're not aware that it's stress that's the trigger or boredom that is the trigger, then it's very difficult for you to change it. So the first step is self-awareness. Now, fast forward, what happens when you've done all of this and you get to the stage where, yep, okay, I can see my mind. So what happens to me is I can see my mind beginning to spiral down that negative plug hole of I call myself an overqualified hypochondriac. It's very, very easy to think of the worst case scenario and think, what if this? What if that? What if this? And those thoughts are not helpful. Obviously, you know, I want to have a grip on the situation. I want to advocate for my child. I want to be saying, yes, I think we need to have this medication or how about this and how about that? But spiraling down this worst case scenario is not helpful. All it does is increase stress levels and make you feel awful and keep you awake at night. So the first thing is really being aware when your brain is in that negative space, when your brain is going down that negative vortex, because if you're not aware of it, there's nothing you can do about it. So I have built up my self-awareness over years and years and years. This is work that I have been doing for years. So I have... I'm aware when those things happen and I have tools to switch it. And when I see it happening, I see it instantly happening and I switch immediately as opposed to if you're not using these tools and you're not used to that, you know, that thought might go on. Well, it may go on for a period of time. It may go on for minutes. It may go on for half an hour. It may be something that you're not addressing at all. So it's constantly going round and round and round in your brain. Now, we will dive more into this in the Mindset Miracle. The free event, we are going to be looking at the negative brain and the positive brain. And I will be explaining what tool I am using at the moment. It's the best tool that I have, which really helps me switch from negative brain to positive brain. And I think in a nutshell, that's really what has kept me going. It's being aware of my negative thoughts. And that doesn't mean I don't feel the stress. You can't get stress. You can't get rid of stress. You can't get rid of negative emotions all the time. So yes, I feel sad. I feel upset. I feel all of those things, but I don't allow them to go down into that negative, negative vortex. I manage them so that I can then flip into positive brain and think, okay, What am I going to do? How am I going to help my son? How can I show up for my son? Like my son doesn't want me showing up in a frustrated, angry, upset kind of way. I need to be strong for my son to help him keep going forwards and to help him really move forwards in terms of getting better and dealing with his life at the moment with a lot of big adjustments for him. So those are the two main things. And I just wanted to share that with you, not because I want you all to say, oh my goodness, your poor son. Yes, my poor son. But that isn't what I want you to really talk about. What I I really want you to think about is, yes, life can happen. Life always happens. There's always something complicated. 
But do you have the tools to get through that period of time without really being pushed into negative space and doing all of those negative things that you know aren't serving? So it serving yourself. So it might be stress eating, boredom eating. It might be feeling too tired to do any exercise. You know what those things are and we'll talk more about them the week after next. Okay, so I hope that was useful for you and I would love to know what your stress is and you know what what happens to you when you feel overwhelmed. Oh, and so excitingly, you may have heard that I am opening up my one-on-one coaching. And one-on-one coaching is amazing to really personalize the experience that you get from coaching and really help you move forwards. Now, I have got an amazing new package. I've really been thinking about this because I realized that I had so many packages that it was all a little bit all over the place. So I have got an amazing, amazing package, which is called the best of both worlds. It is part one-on-one and part group program, and it is absolutely fabulous. And so for the next three people who sign up, that that program has a special offer on it. So if you are interested in finding out about either one-on-one or group or the best of both worlds, then book a call and I will leave a link in the show notes. So it's one thing for me to say, yep, I know how to keep on track when life gets busy. But what about other people? What about people in my group program? Now, I chatted to Meg in the Facebook group a few weeks ago. She's one of the ladies who's in the group program. And she explains in this short little interview how, how first of all, she's lost weight and that it was easy and surprisingly easy, as she says. But I also want you to listen to how she says, yes, I do stray off and I do, life does happen, but I get back on track. And I think that is one of the big keys to life being stressful is, yes, we have these periods of time when life is stressful and We don't do everything perfectly, but then we get back on track. So here are just a few thoughts from Meg. Meg, thank you so much for having this little chat. Do you want to just start off by introducing yourself? Sure. So I am 56 and I have two grown children and a husband, and I have been struggling with my weight since before my kids were born. So anyway, I live in the United States. In New Hampshire. Goodness, a long time. And you've been in the group now for just over three months because you've just graduated from the 12-week program to lifetime program. So congratulations. And we're super excited to have you. Do you want to just step back and think about just over three months ago when we first met? Like, what was life like for you then? And what were you struggling with? Sure. So I would say that food was just constantly on my mind, whether it was what's when's my next sweet or what what's what's for what's coming up it just food just like almost too central and too much much driving my life in a way that I didn't like I ate a lot of healthy food but I definitely know that I was addicted to sugar and and emotional eating so just knowing that I didn't I just didn't know how to fix it perfect and being in the group how has that been for you how what results have you seen and what's changed in your life I would say that, first of all, I really, really like the group. It's a nice size. I get a lot out of talking with you, but also hearing about the experiences of others. And I I learn something every time. And I really like having that touch point every week to just reconnect and, you know, get sort of back on track if if I've strayed with what I'm doing or just reminders about good habits. I would say that, like, 
I'm I and doing the reboot, I would say, you know, I'd done the two-week reboot at the beginning. And I think that really helped me get off the sugar, the sugar addiction train for a while. And it's not that I don't ever eat sugar, but I it was it, it I noticed that it was kind of like no longer driving me in the way that it was before we started and and that it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. That was going to be my question. Was it easy and fun? Like I always promise everyone, it's going to be easy and fun, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is like surprisingly easy. And I, you know, life happens and I, you know, I'm, I'm, there's times where I, you know, sort of stray in a way that I, I, I don't want to, you know, like around the holidays with the sweets and things, but, but I feel like, okay, big deal. I'm back on track. Perfect. Perfect. So and essence, congratulations, because we did talk about how much weight you had lost we weren't 100% sure, between 10 and 14 pounds. Does that sound about right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. And I have more to do. Perfect. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts for people? I guess just that, the, the, you know, I kind of already said it, but that the, the coaching component is super important. I think it makes it fun. It's I, I get inspiration and ideas from participating in it, both from you and from the other people that participate and it's just what I needed and what I need still going forward. Perfect. Thank you so much.